Hi listeners, I know it's been a while since the last episode. Um initially I did this daredevil act of taking a flight during covid and moved to my hometown in south india and then ambrish got a little lazy and then i got a little busy and then uh, ambrish got lazy again uh, so hence the delay but here we are so we are going to talk about uh, how it was back in the day watching movies and single screen theaters and then multiplex and vcrs and you know all those things so uh, ambarish take it away yeah awesome uh, i'm supposed to be the lazy one right <laughs> so yeah i grew up in the northeast in two uh, very small towns called uh, silchar and karimganj and back then obviously there were no multiplexes there were only single screen theaters these were hugely uninviting places had their own character but it was not nearly as luxurious or as uh, uh, fancy as they are today there were these uh, shaking seats and it was very loud and all of that so the watching movies was a very very different experience wow and, okay I, uh, it's interesting that you uh, your you know you started your movie watching thing in such a place because uh, mine was the exact opposite so uh yeah I, early on i grew up in coimbatore which had like for those days like nice ac halls and stuff like that so yeah i was used to watching movies in those ac halls but it went downhill later on uh, which i'll tell about later but yeah my starting was good yeah but for me it was uh, for us it was very different and uh we actually thought movies are supposed to be watched like this with a little bit of uh you know heat and a little bit of grime and all of that and uh, tickets were supposed to be these very very precious and very very coveted things because when you wanted to watch a movie there was no book my show you had to go stand on line uh, stand in line for the ticket hmm. and then get one and sometimes there were a lot of people and sometimes there were a lot more so whenever there was a very popular movie in the theater we had to actually quite literally fight for the tickets and most of us were in the line actually doing fist fights and kicking and elbowing each other just to get a ticket just because my arms were long i was the person who was pushed to the front <laughs> to get the ticket and my friends used mm. to used to fight it out mm. with the rest of the gang interesting so similar experience for me as well you know i think those were the days when um you know you know initially rajnikanth and kamal hasan uh, you know the two superstars of tamil industry used to release their movies together so which means people you know their fans who are you know probably in the same uh, cinema complex with two screens two or more screens and you know and both the movies playing in the same complex used to have a major chaos and sometimes it just led to people beating each other up and somebody has died and all those things have happened uh so after that died yeah yeah so that's happened as well like some fan kind of stabbed the other fan and stuff like that oh yeah. god yeah so that has happened as well but luckily i think uh, good sense prevailed and these two guys decided that they won't release their movies together so that there's uh. no life lost but i remember kamal hasan's uh, apurva sagodar girl um uh you know released when i was a little boy in coimbatore and then we had to go bab which is which is basically apuraja yes which is what you guys call apuraja yeah. in the yeah. north of the vindhya it was dubbed in yeah. yeah so uh, that movie we had to book tickets like almost a week in advance 
bef- you know for us to yeah. be able to watch the movie but it was absolutely worth the wait like the background sc- score of ele uh, raja and the whole movie at all itself was like phenomenal so that was worth it so tickets were like really a, a rare commodity yeah and then there was this whole class of people which again we don't see today these people who used to black tickets as in sell tickets in the black market it, when i say sell tickets in the black market it sounds very fancy but it is not like that these were there were these urchins and there were these people, you know sometimes women and people roaming around the theater selling tickets like like monata sendragila das kavis das kavis das kavis exactly exactly mm. and and this was exactly the same the rates were like uh, set like this das kavis panch ka das stuff like mm. that and sometimes hey, the rate was sometimes double sometimes three times four times i've seen up to 10 times this depends on the level of success of the film these guys would buy these tickets in advance and sell them to you interesting which which is not seen now obviously for obvious reasons but they were a very common thing in small towns and even in big cities i hear yeah i think uh, you know growing up watching tamil movies was like a, you know it was not easy to get tickets in coimbatore because you know lot of people wanting to watch them but english movies were okay i mean you could still go there to the counter and get tickets and my father used to take me to watch a lot of uh, uh, english movies i mean i didn't understand a lot of them but still i used to just go there like uh, so and you know this one thing that used to happen is they used to write the story of the english movie in tamil outside the movie hall in a like oh. a huge font uh, so we used to read that and go so that we can follow the story a little bit <laughs> sorry you mean the stories of these english movies were written in tamil outside the theater yes yes so that we could follow the story oh wow otherwise there's no way i mean it'd be like what the hell is happening we wanted every scene to be an action uh, and people started talking you know everybody start shouting hey show us the action what the hell is happening so to calm these people down to get them you know kind of into the story they used to write the story of the movie in tamil outside so that we could follow the story uh, you know even though we don't follow each and every dialogue uh, inside because they spoke uh-huh. in english with an accent so that used to happen. but dialogues hindi mein dub nahi hote नहीं नहीं वो टाइम पे डायलॉग्स नहीं होता था तब बिकॉज लेटर ऑन दी स्टार्टेड आई थिंक इफ आई रिमेम्बर टाइटैनिक वर्टिकल लिमिट दीज वर मूवीज दैट हैड दे हैड टफ्ड इन फैक्ट दीज टू मेक इट रियली फनी यू नो लाइक व्हेन दे टफ इट इन तमिल और हिंदी और तेलुगु दीज वर द थ्री लैंग्वेजेस दैट दे यूज टू डब मोस्ट हॉलीवुड मूवीज एंड एंड द तमिल और I'm sure that's true for Hindi and Telugu as well. Spoken in those movies were like really funny, uh, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, we can we can do a whole episode on that on the kind of funny Hindi dialogues these guys used to say. Absolutely, uh, and you know, talking about English movies, uh, one thing I remember is I remember watching this movie very early on. I was a very small kid uh, of this movie called Lion of the Desert. So this is a uh, you know this movie is based on. uh this leader from uh from Lebanon called Omar Mukhtar uh so he mm. was uh, you know like a you know brave leader from Lebanon and uh so they you know I remember watching that movie with my father um and you know I I didn't understand a lot of it because there was like a lot of camels you know a lot of desert scenes and stuff like that I don't have much memory of it but I remember uh listening to my father talk about Omar Mukhtar 
uh, you know and then therefore this movie i don't think this movie did very well but uh, yeah that's i remember watching that movie like one of the earliest memories of watching an english movie in a theater in coimbatore uh, interestingly uh, one of the surprising fact you know that you might not have known is kayamat se kayamat tak or qsqt as it's known ran for more than 450 days in coimbatore um what yeah yeah more than a year like which is which is very interesting considering that hindi films very rarely uh, did well or ran for a long time in tamil nadu at that time right yeah it yeah that's true coimbatore had has a you know bit of uh sindhi gujarati and rajasthani community but over and above that mm. i think the movie wouldn't have succeeded this much if it, if, if not for the locals who uh, you know reached the movie halls and a lot of them didn't understand hindi but they loved the song mm. so every time they play eh mere hum safar everybody used to sing along and like with a tamil accent or repeat dialogues after the uh, after the actors because they've seen the movies like some 50 times 60 times there are people who used to come every day to watch that movie and none of them most of them rather didn't understand the language so it was it was interesting that that movie ran for so long and um QSQT was like the first audio cassette that I bought in life. Oh. Do you know whether Shole ran in the any of the Tamil Nadu theaters or was it big? I wouldn't know. Frankly, I don't know. But I remember I've heard oh, Shole oh. as a pop culture reference in some. So when I was a kid, there used to be these audio cassettes talking about uh, mm. you know th- drama like a theater. uh what we call mm. theater now so those you know those dramas in tamil they used to release audio cassettes of those drama so in that mm. i remember in one of the you know dramas of this guy called sv shekhar there was a reference of mm. shole and how long the movie was like the length of the movie uh, so i remember mm. those pop culture references but uh, growing up i had not watched shole and i didn't know what happened during the release of shole but i don't think it released in tamil nadu and people yeah. watched it so i'm sure you would meet a lot of people sure. that has not watched shole if you go to tamil nadu so a lot of these theaters that we were watching movies in were very dirty stinking dark uh, places and uh, i have a very interesting theory about why dialogues used to be so loud in the 90s and in the 80s is that especially in hindi cinema uh the acting was so loud and the dialogues were so loud because the screen was so dirty half the time you couldn't gauge what is happening and the same thing goes about the dialogues because there were fans there were these huge fans inside the theaters which used to make a huge noise uh when when those fans were on and half the time you had to really squint Uh, to try and understand what the person is saying so i think they had they got into the habit of speaking loudly and these dialogues being so loud so that they can be heard over the fan oh i think i have experienced that as well because after my initial days in coimbatore uh, in you know and watching movies in these ac halls and stuff uh, you know like and then later i moved to the outskirts of coimbatore and to this place called perur i remember watching this movie called vetri vira which had kamal hasan and prabhu i think it's inspired by some english movie i don't know which one uh, so i remember sitting in bench seats and watching those and i was quite surprised when i got to know that the movie tickets are for 3 rupees and the highest priced 
uh, movie tickets was four rupees or something like that, and I was used to paying twenty rupees, twenty five rupees in Coimbatore, and this was like three rupees. Seriously, then we bought like the still bought four rupees ka ticket, which is the highest, and we went in, and we still sat on benches, except that they were towards the end of the. Uh, hall, hall, so it was less slightly elevated, and that's why you're paying that extra one buck or something. So very, very dirty movie halls. And I remember uh, then we moved to this place called Udumalai Pete, which is like almost two hours drive from Coimbatore. There, I remember watching this movie called Chinna Tambi, which was later made, remade in Hindi. Uh, so as Anadi, yeah, as Anadi, and that was also like a mm. very, very dirty, you know, uh, theater, but. very cheap tickets and i was like thrilled uh with the ticket price but the, then i realized it's not ac and then i was not used to it i'm like what the hell so i was a little elitist initially but then i got used to it eventually <laughs> somewhere around the mid 90s when we were in guwahati um i was in college and there's a very unique phenomenon that there were these two theaters at least two who were known to show only soft porn when i say soft porn it is basically adult films mm. with a fair amount of nudity and hanky panky and the you should have seen the kind of crowds outside these theaters it was always packed especially there was an urban legend that on friday mornings everything is uncensored so friday first day first show it was jam packed and those theaters were even worse than the regular theaters they were very dark very uh, very uh, you know shanty kind of places and there were these tube lights uh, which came on during intervals you know everybody was trying to hide their faces and you know whatever not let other people know that they were here watching this oh shit i remember you know watching having watched movies in such theaters as well like there was this one theater called taj in uh, in udumare petai i mean it's nothing i mean it's just called taj for the heck of it it's got nothing to do with grandeur or uh, you know in, or anything to do with taj mahal or something but i remember my mm. aunt used to work in a bank in a local bank and then she once called uh, you know it was our summer vacation and we were at my grandmother's place and my aunt called and she said hey this movie theater owner was uh, offering free tickets mm. for this movie for us because he's a customer um, he, he has his bank account in my bank so you guys might want to go there and say this guy's name and he'll give you tickets um we were mm. like but that's a shitty movie do we want to go watch it and my cousins were like it's for mm. free why should we just sit at home let's just go watch it it's this guy called raj kiran who's the protagonist who's the uh, lead actor in that movie uh, and he is mm. you know i mean he kind of caters to Uh, you know, like certain kinds of people that like watching. यार कार्जवाला राजकिरण नहीं नहीं ये दूसरा है ये साउथ इंडिया का राजकिरण है he he never he wears his dhoti but it's never below his knees it's always folded up uh, way above his knee uh-huh. um, and then you know he's always ready for a fight beating up people and like man to man combat uh-huh. huh? not like fights with uh-huh. so वैसा वाला and always village subjects and Like I didn't want to watch that movie, but we were like, "Achha, free me mil raha hai aur ghar pe kuch karne ke liye hai nahi." So chale jaate hain. We went there, and that mm-hmm. guy said, "Pay me money." Then I was like, mm-hmm. "Okay." Then it was too embarrassing to not pay, so we paid for that <laughs> and then endured that shit movie. Luckily, it had good songs, which was a saving grace. But mm-hmm. otherwise, we had to endure that mm-hmm. movie. I remember that. <laughs> so when did mm-hmm. you finally, you know, start 
वॉचिंग मूवीज इन मल्टीप्लेक्सेस एंड ऑल ऐसा कुछ है लिखती जी ऐसा तो एक तो आई हैड नो क्लू दैट समथिंग लाइक दिस इवन एग्जिस्टेड माय व्यू और एक्सपीरियंस ऑफ द थिएटर वाज व्हाट आई हैड एक्सपीरियंस इन दोस स्मॉल टाउन्स एंड ग्लिम्सेस ऑफ इट इन कलकत्ता एंड ऑल ऑफ दैट बट फॉर द फर्स्ट टाइम दैट आई वाचड अ फिल्म in something that was close to a multiplex or something that is close to the kind of experience that we have nowadays was in this theater in bangalore so i was in bangalore uh, my sister was getting a job there so i i'd gone there with her and i realized there was this film called uh, pyar mein kabhi kabhi mm. which had uh, twinkle khanna's sister rinki mm. khanna and dino mm. moria being launched so uh, the music was a big hit and everybody was waiting for the a movie to release so i realized it's there and the the place was stunning it was on mg road i don't remember the name of the theater uh the place was the building was stunning i i thought i i have to watch a film there and at that time i remember the the ticket price was somewhere around 70 bucks 70 75 bucks or whatever uh that was quite a bit for me at that time because i was used to paying around Uh, I don't know, ten and a half, eleven bucks mm. for watching a film balcony. Mm. But here it was seventy-five bucks. But looking at the theater, I was tempted. I went in. It was a fantastic experience at that time. Not the movie though. The movie was whatever it was. We all know. But I'm saying uh, Dolby stereophonic sound. I could actually hear people, you know, a dialogue coming from behind me and move around and come to the front. And uh, huge screens. There was a touch screen panel in, you know. in front of the entrance uh, where you had names of movies you tap on one movie and the trailer starts playing that in somewhere around i mean this was i think uh, 2002 3 or something like this mm. but i was fascinated interesting i was um, with my father in delhi I-, i don't remember what was the reason or what was the occasion but i was there and my father's colleague his his sons took me out to watch a film and i i think it was pvr saket mm. and it is still one of the most you know sought after theaters in delhi and, and saket is this very upmarket and cool kind of a place okay. and that that i had never been to these kind of neighborhoods so it was quite something and the film was baby's day out and uh, watching a hollywood movie in a fancy theater with fancy popcorn so that was again quite something actually watching movies in theaters is one thing but i remember growing up this vc vcr culture was also very popular like some people so i i used to live in a house in coimbatore where my landlady was like a big movie buff like she was so filmy uh, and she used to watch a lot of movies as well uh, in fact she was so filmy that she used to assume something dramatic even for the simplest of things right so uh, so so she used to play these movies uh, at her place and she used to keep the doors open and we used to sit on the stairs uh, and like some five six of us and we used to watch all movies that she plays so that way you know and then if she if they're eating she'd come and give us offer some of the, their dinner as well so we used to start have starters there and then wait for the movies to finish and then go to our place to be able to eat the whole dinner uh, and stuff like that so she was so filmy that once she came up to our house and my sister used to hang these nighties that a lot of women there wear uh, and they they were hanging on the uh, roof of the house like you know they had, there was a hook 
and they put a hanger and the nighty was hanging she saw this nighty hanging from outside and she thought somebody had committed suicide inside her house from my family and she oh yeah, god she started screaming oh are you and all of us came running then she was like <laughs> and then she's pointing finger we're like ha huh, that's a nighty then she was like ha huh, but inside the nighty uh, then we're like this nothing it's just a nighty that's you know hanging bahar barish ho rahi hai so they left it inside for it to dry so then we <laughs> so it's you no know, she's like very filmy i remember that experience very vividly even though i was a small kid at that time so there was there was vcrs which were video cassette recorders and then there was vcps which were basically video cassette players so one of my friends had this very interesting and very illuminating experiences he was alone at home his parents had uh, gone out for work and he was watching one of those uh, instructional videos that all of us used to watch when our parents were not at home <laughs> and he was done watching and all of that he wanted to give the cassette back to the the video rental guy but uh, the cassette got stuck inside the vcr it was just not you know th- there was an eject button which would push out the cassette but he was pressing the button and the cassette was stuck he couldn't take it out he tried to pull but there was the danger of the the cassette tape being torn in which case he would have to buy the whole thing and he didn't have that kind of money so he called me and uh, of course friends come to the rescue in all you know such great endeavors so i obviously went there and we both ran to the uh, to a vcr mechanic and uh, his parents were supposed to come back i mean in the next whatever 20 minutes 25 minutes so in those 20 25 minutes we had to go to the mechanic guy get it fixed open up the vcr and pull the cassette out and then you know take the cassette and give it back to the rent guy bring the vcr back home and somehow the day was saved i don't know how but it was super did fun. the vcr did the mechanic guy see what cassette that is and was he was that hmm. yeah yeah it was very interesting <laughs> and embarrassing hmm. i'm sure he was quite uh, thrilled with your choice of movies and the genre uh, so um uh, you know at one point vhs was replaced by cds and dvds later on so when i got married yeah. the guy who was the videographer obviously was making a cd uh, out of uh, what he shot during the wedding uh, and he had to put some background music so he started off with all traditional songs and stuff like that and somebody told him the girl is north indian so he had to put some hindi songs as well so i think uh, you know like there were some random shots that he had taken just before the wedding uh, so he had put this tujhe dekha to ye jana saram and all that <laughs> we're like wow how thoughtful but look at you know i mean she was not exactly north indian but yeah um, he still managed to put something but you know the thought counts so then this is in- interesting ritual of uh, you know like somebody is uh, sitting on a swing and then you know people are just swing in you know, rocking the swing and stuff like that and at that time you know what song he puts um, he puts this one in anu malik's voice janam samjha karo janam samjha karo and then so i remember watching that move the watching that cassette with a bunch of people and all of them were like uh, rolling on the floor laughing I'm like seriously whose wedding video has janam samjha karo i mean those guy thought i mean maybe the guy thought this is like the classic hindi song that all north indians listen to so really funny <laughs> somehow reminds me of another friend uh, one of his 
interesting episodes in a theater why do i have all the dirty stories in this podcast today uh, this is also kind of a dirty story so <laughs> there was this film called dalal wow where uh, there was this uh, song called chad gaya upar re ataria pe lutan kabutar re which was basically playing everywhere you Disgusting. went oh. it was playing in durga puja pandals what the hell seriously Imagine, seriously and it was playing during visarjan it was playing in weddings cassettes used to release before the movies so the, this friend of mine was so enamored by the song that he decided to watch the film and uh, the word dalal uh, didn't have the kind of context in bengali as it has in hindi he thought it's about some business or something like that because dalal means an agent in bengali so he just went there with his mom uh get this and he's sitting in the theater and then eventually they realized it's a story of a pimp and uh the, it's an adult film and all of that and uh, his his mom was such a is uh, such a gentle soul she didn't bash him up mm. or anything my mom would have thrashed the daylights out of me he didn't get any sort of beating his mom just told him that you know don't just tell dad that we came here and uh, then she just pulled him out of the theater and they were out i think you know even though this uh, all this home watching and all these things have come like you know now we have multiplexes but somehow i think watching movies in those uh, single screen theaters with the smell of you know like disgusting smell of smoke and all those <laughs> mixed together outside and you know like people stepping out every time there is a song people go out for a smoke or a coffee or you know that kind of what you know a lot of people would think is like disgusting i don't know some of that added to the romance of watching movies those days and and at least the time when we were growing up i think a lot of middle class families had uh, uh, kind of uh, stopped or at least reduced going to theaters so the environment was not really family friendly but there was a certain sort of a culture where people scream and whistle and there was a lot of dancing in the aisles and stuff like that the movies were also loud so it was a different kind of an experience and there was a charm to going there and watching movies in theaters and you were looking forward to that ticket which is why we fought and you got that ticket and which is why you were happy when you got a free ticket to watch a movie and all of that so it was a whole different experience nowadays we don't even see the ticket i mean one used to plan uh, you know for hours before and uh, you know sometimes book tickets in advance so it was a whole different experience and think now it's more plastic more synthetic yeah i think but hmm. even that is dying now that's true i think you know uh, with you know talking about stories from those days we have kind of revealed our age to the listeners of this podcast <laughs> but uh, you know i just hope you know all age groups uh, like this episode and they they have uh, with all the previous episodes uh, thank you for listening and we'll come back to you soon hopefully this time not after a long gap so talk to you guys soon with a with a new episode and thank you so much thank you